males are born, men are built. This is the Great Man Podcast, where we want you to build great men as you allow other men to build you. Join New York Times bestselling author Stephen Mansfield, along with seasoned leaders of men, as we bring a wide range of experience and expertise to help you become the great man you are designed to be. Gentlemen, let us begin. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast, where we call out greatness in men. We want to change a generation. Go to greatman.tv, see how you can partner with us. Let's do this together. I want to talk to you about something extremely important in the life of a man, and I do not want to be misunderstood because this is a critical area. I want to talk to you about emotions and the relationship between emotion and principle, okay? I believe in emotions. I'm a passionate person. People who know me know I love to laugh and I love to play and I love to be passionate and I love to hit things in sports and I love to be aggressive and let's let's go big or go home, man. Let's work out hard and produce hard and eat big and you know what I'm saying. Big life on a big scale. I'm 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 big on emotions and I'm I love it. I love to feel, and I got to tell you, as I've grown as a man, grown as a Christian, I, I I get freer, fewer wounds. You know what I'm talking about. That's just the progress that ought to be happening in a person who's just bent on wholeness and bent on fulfillment and uh, bent on serving others and bent on being the best that they can be the people they love. So I believe in emotions. I like them. I want them. Uh, and I want them in others. And I don't believe in a version of manhood which basically is stoic and shut down and men don't cry and men don't feel anything and you're supposed to be the great you know statue face in all situations. That kind of manhood has killed a generation or two, damaged a generation or two. I'm opposed. But let me tell you what you have to do. You have to understand that your emotions must be kept. You must understand what they are. Emotions are byproducts. Emotions are produced by other things. They should not be what leads or fuels your life, okay? I believe what leads or guides or set the boundaries for your life ought to be what I'm going to call broadly principle, the truths by which you conduct your life. It can be as simple as a good man does this, a good man does that. It can be as simple as uh, I am committed to honoring my family. Here's what that means. It can be as simple as uh, 10 things I never do. Now, that's that can't be all that there is, but I'm just saying this is the way men think. I conduct myself according to principle. I, I treat people well because I believe they're made in the image of God and, and that I'm meant to be a good change agent in this generation. And I, I'm being a Christian. I want to be loving and gracious. Uh, and so I treat people well. And I look for the busboy who's being, you know, diminished and slipping a little money and telling me he's doing a good job. Or, you know, I try to be a good man. I live according to principle. Okay, Uh, I have principles of conduct, things I won't do, places I won't go, uh, doors I won't open. You know what I'm talking about. And I'm not just talking sex, although that that's certainly should be part of it. There are people I don't give my number to. There are people I'm not engaged with. I never do this. I never do that. I can speak that way with men. There are principles that govern my life. Okay, 
I, I do not curse my wife or speak ill of her or criticize her in a condemning way. I would never say something like, you're so stupid. Why? Because I live in the principle that words are powerful, they're carriers, and they are either constructing or deconstructing everyone you interact with. There's a principle of mine about words. We talk principles all the time in this podcast. I think you understand that truth. But what happens is we get into trouble when we let our emotions take the lead. It's almost like you got two horses. Maybe they're not the equal size, but you got two horses. One's the principles by which you govern your life, and the other are the emotions, which are byproducts of other things in your life, right? Your team makes the touchdown that wins the game. Man, you're happy, you're emotional, you're slapping high five. Let's go get pizza and a beer. You understand what I'm saying. That's an emotion. That's a good emotion. That's fine. But what happens is when we have emotions, especially of a negative kind, and we let them take the lead, then they overpower the principles by which we govern our lives. So when a man gets, well, let me tell you one of the things I've talked about before regarding men. When a man is hurt, he usually masks that hurt with anger. Now, if you allow the emotion of anger to dominate your life, especially if it's a cover for hurt, well, now you're going to blow off all the principles by which you govern your life. I only have two drinks. I never drink alone. I do not get alone with women. I do not do this. I do not do that. You understand what I'm saying? I don't go to restaurants or clubs where people are, where women are scantily clad on and on and on and on. You know the kind of principles and I don't just mean to make it about sex. But if you got strong emotions of bitterness or strong emotions of anger or strong emotions of self-pity or strong emotions of, of hurt and kind of, you know, pulling back and being surly and being snarling and upset because they mistreated you at work or your guys were harsh with you or, or, or your wife, I don't know, batted her eyes at some guy or whatever it is in your life. Well, now the strength of those emotions can overpower your principles And that's how a man who's letting self-pity circulate in his life goes, sleeps with a prostitute and blows up his life. Or or a guy gets really bitter and angry about how they're treating him at work, and so he decides he's going to take some money out of that petty cash account, or he's going to siphon off something, or or he's in Congress, he's going to misuse his franking privileges for his own purposes, or he's going to violate the ethics committee standards or whatever. And so now emotions trump principle. Emotions overwhelm principle. And gentlemen, I have talked to you just in the last months uh, in one podcast. Please listen to it again if you haven't heard it or if you have heard it, I'm saying. And this is a problem for you. Hear it. If you haven't heard it, make sure you get it for the first time. I believe it was called a fortress of principles. I believe your life ought to be built with a protective fortress of principles. There are things I will and won't do. There are principles by which I lead my life. I could probably give you a hundred principles I live by. And the, the sentence begins, a good man always. A good man always does so-and-so. I intend to be a good man, therefore I will do so-and-so. Now, sometimes it's not as formal as that. It's just the way it goes. It can can be as simple and as basic as I will never raise my hand to my wife, which is the old Southern way of saying I will never be physically violent with my wife. I mean, that's so basic. That's absolutely. But But it's an example of a principle. I will never drink alone. I will never have more than one glass of wine at night. I will never hang out with people who are, you know, can pull me into situations with prostitutes and, you know, hook hook me up with people I shouldn't be with or whatever. There are thousands and thousands of options, and I'm not going to be able to cover them all specifically, but you know what I'm talking about. When you see your emotions, not as byproducts of experiences, but rather things that should lead you, I'm feeling a certain thing, therefore I should go a certain way, you're being stupid. 
and you are allowing the tidal wave of emotion to overwhelm the barricade of your principles. You're allowing the tidal wave of your emotions to overwhelm the barricade of your principles. A man builds his life on a fortress, within a fortress, of principles, of truths he lives by, of things he believes, of boundaries to his conduct, of understanding of his children and his wife and his band of brothers and his role in the world and his place before a God that means certain kind of conduct. And I mentioned my faith a lot in this particular podcast because my faith gives me a lot of principles. I'm going to take one that's very obvious. I'm just reaching for ones that are very popular and normal in our culture. For example, I'm told in the New Testament, do not get drunk. That drunkenness is a work of the flesh. It's a sin. Do not get drunk. Now, there are a lot of other reasons I might not get drunk and I don't get drunk. My point is, I in the final analysis, I do it because God said, don't do it. It's sin. I'm going to grieve the Holy Spirit. I'm going to destroy my life. I'm going to, I'm going to damage my, my example in the world. I'm going to, who knows what I'm doing to my health and who knows, I mean, and, and I'm displeasing the God to whom I've committed my life. So that's just, that's just basic. Well, then I, the other reasons I don't get drunk, I don't get drunk because I can't be good for my family if I am drunk. I don't get drunk because it provides, to, requires a life of lies and it, and it also just greases the skids to all kinds of stupid behavior. I can't tell you how many men have looked at me in my office with tears streaming down their face. And they said, I would never have done that, but I was drunk as though that's the full explanation. Now, of course, that is why they did it. They probably wouldn't if they'd been sober. So don't get drunk. What happened? Almost always, they let an emotion overwhelm the fortress of their principles. They know it's wrong, but they got bitter, or they, they got to feeling self-pity, or they got to feeling rejected, or they got to feeling like life was unfair, or they felt like God was was mean to them in some way. Uh, or I could go on and on and on, or they got prideful and decided their wife didn't deserve them, and now they're feeling all big and ballsy, and now they're out doing stupid stuff. The emotions overwhelm the principles. We've got to be men of principle, and I include in principle the boundaries of your faith I, that, that your faith provides. I include in that the principles of the kind of things I talk about in this podcast by the hour to try to say that men live according to truths that guide their conduct for noble purposes and on and on and on. I want you to look at your life in terms of this. I want you to look at your life in terms of how your emotions lead you to destructive behavior. And the reason is not that you're feeling. So this is what people have concluded in the past. Well, the problem is they're feeling anything. So if I try to be stoic, I try not to feel anything. Therefore, I won't let my emotions take me into bad behavior. That's not really the answer. Emotions are good. We love them. They're great. They help us to storm into life and work hard. And, and it's, it's often an emotion that's driving your sacrifice for your family. And, you know, you you love them, you're passionate about them. You've got goals you want to achieve. You've agreed with your wife. You're, you're building things, you're investing things, you're, you're, you're saving for things. You can envision your great grandchildren doing great things with funds that you've laid aside for them. I mean, whatever, all those things are partly at least emotions. So emotions are good. They just aren't meant to be primary. Hear me say that again. Emotions are good. They just aren't meant to be primary. And that's why people of unrestrained emotions and no principles end up being destructive. They might be popular a little bit because they're fun and they're rowdy and they're, you know, they're humorous. But when you look at their lives, I can't tell you how many times I've been with a popular, charming guy who's got no principles. He's all emotions and he has devastated lives. He has devastated lives. So hear me, my brothers. 
build your life on a fortress of principles and take a look at how you work emotionally. In fact, have the guts to sit again in your control room, the place where you sit quietly and ponder your life, and have the guts to think about your worst decisions, the ones maybe you've recovered from, maybe they were years ago, but man, did they mess you up, and analyze the emotions that got you there, the dynamic of your emotions, and commit yourself to enjoy an emotional life, but to have those emotions kept in check by a fortress of principles. Doesn't mean you can't feel stuff. It means that you don't let the emotions you feel be primary in your life. Gentlemen, this truly is one of the key arts of being great men. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your man's event, go to greatman.tv. There, you'll also find incredible resources to help you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Wise Company production.